Hello, traveler. Please, have a seat while I tell you the tale of the Prismatic Guard. Starring Abby O'Neill as the combustible and often confused tiefling alchemist Flint Therai. Jason Hobbs as the old veteran Rovarth Murax, a dragonborn warlock with a mysterious patron. Jerry Evans as an affable historian, the halfling bard Roscoe Sootfoot. And Ashley McLean as the carefree but determined Otterfolk Samurai, Margot, hosted by Eli Royal. Join us on a tale of a world still recovering from a great war that changed everything. Hello, you're listening to We Play RPGs. I'm your host, Eli, joined by... Hi, I'm Abby. I play Flint Therai. I'm Jason, and I play Rovarth Mirax. I'm Jerry, and I play Roscoe Suitfoot. And I'm Ashley. I play Margot. And this very special episode is brought to you by My Failure to Work Technology Correctly. Uh, we we are actually re-recording this adventure uh, because I failed to record my audio on four straight episodes. Yay! This is a thing, folks, that happened. Yeah. The good news a- is... <laughs> The good news is that by the nature of these games, things can turn out a little bit differently uh, the second go around. And even better news, since none of you will ever know what the quality of the other four episodes were, I can guarantee these four will be much better. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, all depends on the roles we get. All depends. This episode will be adequate. Yes. This episode <laughs> is at least 4.3% better than the episodes that you're never going to hear. Uh, and you most certainly notice that we have a new player uh, because of life circumstances. Hunter is not able to record with us anymore, and our new player is Ashley playing Margot. Uh, and other than the this adventure, uh, <laughs> last time she's never played D anD D before. I'm excited. Yeah. We're thrilled to have you. Yes. All right, <clears throat> then uh, last adventure, you guys had just uh, chased off Melma the Destroyer. Roscoe went bug fuck, and uh, she she seemed her involvement seemed to um, really put Roscoe on edge, and uh, you stopped. Eric's the Undying from being raised from his coffin, his sarcophagi, not none of that's right. Uh, and you rescued the Tieflings because when you guys get out of the tomb, I believe it was collapsing. I don't remember. Yeah, it was collapsing. We got out all Indiana Jones style. Yeah, uh, except with just a butt ton of treasure. Yeah. Um, and not some asshole to take it from us because he can speak a language we can't. Yeah. Uh, it seems like the tieflings did rather well. I mean, obviously there were some uh, fatalities. Uh, I would say casualties, but that's the wrong word. It, it's all good. You lose some teeth eventually. That's just how it goes. And then and the new, stronger ones grow in. Yep. But we knew what we were in for. We were wrestling a whole bunch of tieflings, not a tooflings. So we knew what we were doing. Um, 
I promise you, this episode is way better than the one we recorded. You're, you're just I mean, gonna have to trust us. On, on point with the puns. On point, man. You're you're just gonna have to trust us that this episode is better. <laughs> this is brought to you by Jerry doesn't lie. Definitely. <laughs> Jerry, we appreciate you. I want you to know this. We appreciate you, you and your puns. But um, we I mean, did save a lot of things with some fatalities. We got a whole lot of treasure and. Yeah, we did, we did pretty good. Yeah. yeah. It seems like most of the gnolls ran off as soon as the tomb started um, collapsing. Well, that makes that part easier. Yep. So now you guys have about 150 tieflings to start transporting through the desert. Which, I gotta be honest, is probably 100 more tieflings than I was originally planning on. Well, we got the extra food, so we should be fine. And we do have funds. Yeah, we got all that tomb treasure. Damn, I really wanted to find a pun in there, but I wasn't able to. <laughs> it's okay, I don't know what I'm doing either. So, I say, but but before we, but first I say we get back to town. Okay. Because I think we're all tired and we need some... And, it's, and the tieflings probably need some rest and recharging. Yeah. Maybe get out of the sun as um, soon as we can. Getting out of the sun is going to be a little difficult just by the because nature. The it's desert. a desert. Yeah. Uh, and you only have one covered wagon. So the best you guys can do is kind of just take turns inside of the wagon. And there is the benefit that most of the tieflings are... Uh, resistant to fire like flint is so the heat itself not really that big of a deal we're just walking around just toasty and everyone else is dying <laughs> yep um, uh, um so i mean it takes uh let, let me bring up a map See what I know about this business. Ah, uh, yes. The I'm trying to figure out what we're doing. Mumble. Yes. Classic. Um. All right. It'll take you guys about four. Well, normally it would take you about four days. Um, but it's actually going to take you guys about uh five because the tieflings are like you're you're nursing them back to health. But you guys don't have enough water. Actually, yes, you do because you stumbled upon that oasis and refilled your water. Yes, we did. Um, we did. So you guys still have to be careful with the water, uh, but you're doing pretty good. And as far as food goes, you're you've got plenty. Uh, I mean, you, you do have to ration your rations a little bit. Uh, so everybody's still pretty hungry uh, by the time you guys reach the city of Mfu. Okay. So, what's what's the plan? We're at Mfu. What are we going to do? Well, I think Stock we, up on supplies, for starters. Stock up on supplies. I think, good sirs, we need to get the tiefling some proper food in them. Proper drink. And maybe some rest, and then we'll see... Which ones, and we'll see, I'm assuming most of them will travel back with us, but some might choose to stay. We need a few days to reorganize, regroup, and replenish. This is fair. Also, while we're 
and Mfu, like, while we're getting this done, I'm gonna ask, like, I'm gonna ask you two, well, Flynn's gonna ask you two, who the heck is Melma and what was the deal with that? Like, I've never I'm, seen Roscoe angry. What is I, up I, with this? I'm curious too, Roscoe, what... <clears throat> I know who she, I know what she stands for, and I know who she serves. Someone like that, it cannot. I hate putting words like this, but her existence is a danger. I'll drink to that. No, I mean, this doesn't answer has... my question. What the heck does she do? Like, I get it. She serves some evil god. What does she do besides serve the wrong god? Well, it's okay. I'm okay. Roscoe's, Roscoe's gonna let Rovarf take this one <laughs> she betrayed our people she she sold us out to the tieflings during the war yeah got a lot of good people killed yeah i no longer have questions yeah that's that that's fair um, it... so uh I mean, Flint's not happy about it, but like, so, I know, I know it's gonna cost some good coin to get these tieflings fed and housed for a few days. Um, exactly, how long did you guys want to stay? I mean, at least a day or two. All three of you make medicine checks. Medicine checks. Mm-hmm. No problem. Mm. Okie dokie. Medicine. Oh no. I'm confident no matter what. Hmm. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> I rolled an eight, um, which is surprisingly not um, not too far off from everybody else. Well, with I our scores combined, we're not allowed to do that. <laughs> so you we're guys we don't know what we're doing. You guys are like, ah, you know, just a day will be fine. Um and you kind of start disseminating that information and Yarsel um which Flint this is actually the first time you've seen Yarsel and Rovarth. Um because you guys pretty much sparked a, a slave revolt before they could you could meet her. Um Flint, she looks a lot like her brother, uh, Narath, except for the fact that her eyes are a solid black, but they have this kind of opalescence to them. So, like, her eyes look kind of like an oil slick? Yeah. That's so dope. That's so cool, man. I'm jelly. <laughs> um, I mean, she tells you that before she dreamed of the tiefling woman, she didn't. Before she had the dream that told her that you guys were coming to save them, uh, they weren't like that. And I oh. believe that uh, Roscoe rolled high enough previously to know that she had been uh, visited by Baron, but I don't remember. Um, I don't. No, no, he did, but we don't I know in this continuity. Ah. We don't. I, I thought I couldn't remember if it had happened... Uh, on our last I recording. Mean, I think he, uh, I don't think he told us, but I think he definitely knew when, uh, before we sparked the slave revolt. Do you happen to remember Jerry? I remember that he know Roscoe knows she's been touched by Baroon. Okay. Okay. 
Um, so it's up to Roscoe if he wants to share that information. Yep. Ros Ros Roscoe looks at you too. Goes, she's quite peculiar. Um, is she still with us? Because I don't want to speak about her. Why she's like? Well, right okay. There. So when <laughs> when she walked up, she walked up to say that uh, these people need more than a a day. You know, I I understand that you all are used to this kind of uh, travel and work, but these people aren't. Your your words are wise, and you have been amongst them. We will we will. Would you would you well, say three days be suffice? You believe? I believe three days they could recover enough. Three days it is then. Um, and then she kind of walks off to let everybody know that they'll they'll have a few days uh, to she's, rest and recover. She's quite special. She but she was visited by Baroon. But, wait, is that why her eyes are all shiny? More than likely, yes. That's so cool. I want you to know, Flint's like a uh, an excited child right now seeing a print seeing a Disney princess for the first time. <laughs> Just that kind of like slack dog wonder. You're like every kid at a convention whenever they see me dressed as Thor. I mean, yeah, I like that whole sparkly eyed adorableness. Um six feet tall and it is. <laughs> so as you guys Do are, you know, letting everybody know, because you you kind of have been forced to create like an encampment just outside of the city right um, because a uh, 150 people are hard to position properly and uh as you guys are are there talking um one of the tieflings comes up and says uh excuse me uh mr uh, suitfoot yes a there's a kobold here. He says he's a friend of yours. Roscoe thinks for a moment. He goes, "Ah, oh, yes, yes, yes. I will. I will go greet him." Uh, and predictably, uh, hopping off of a riding lizard is uh, Nanum Smoothscale, uh, Hello. accompanied by about five rough and tumble-looking people. Good to see you, Smooth Scale. How are you doing? Ah, my friend Suitfoot. When I heard that a large group of tieflings <laughs> were outside of the city, I knew that you must have been successful. Indeed we were. Quite successful. More successful than I predicted, honestly. <laughs> ah, it is always a blessing to be more successful than you thought. I have no complaints. Well, as my friend, you are my guest. And as your friends, they are my guest. You will not worry about food nor wine while you are within the city walls. Your generosity is appreciated. I thank you very much. Well, I'm assuming you won't be here long, and he laughs and, you know, slaps you on the back again. Roscoe, you know, kind of, you know, does that little, <laughs> he touched me laugh. You know? <laughs> like, that's great. And, and he goes, no, we just need a few days to rest and recharge, and then we will be on our way. Uh, of course. Well, uh, tell your your friends uh, all they need do is let merchants know that uh, Nanum Smooth Scale will be covering their expenses. I will be sure to let them know. Thank you very much. And please regale me. Uh, come, come. 
We will ride back into the city, and over some coffee and and fruit, we will. You will regale me with your stories. Oh, and I got quite stories to tell, so I I accept your invite. Uh, I assume that Flint and Rovarth are there to witness this exchange. I hope so, because I'm not going back to tell them if they don't. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, Flint's here. Um, I've just been I've just been offered food and drink. I'm... <laughs> Yeah, um, I ain't got time. <laughs> Flint, you've never met you. You didn't get the chance to meet uh, Nanum Smoothscale the first time, and y- you haven't met a lot of kobolds. But the ones you've met have given you the like. Even Igris, to an extent, has given you the impression that they're kind of a reserved culture, uh, and Nanum is not that. I mean, I'm just. I mean, either way, I'm just kind of standing there, going like. I don't know who this person is. Uh, so when you guys, when uh, Rovarth and Roscoe saw him the first time, he was uh, dressed in his plains clothes. Um, but now uh, he's dressed in this uh, white silk robes with gold fringe. Uh, and it appears like it might be real gold. And uh, he... He tells one of his men to uh, walk alongside the riding lizard and give the lizard to Roscoe. Hmm. Quite, a magnific- quite a magnificent specimen. Ah, yes. One of the finest breeds of riding lizard. Flint's just looking at this guy like, wow, this dude's rich. It reminds me of the old bard song. I want to take my riding lizard to the old <laughs> you, you can't sing any more bars. We can't afford that licensing. <laughs> That's the excuse I'm going to use for messing up the lyrics. Um, yeah, so Rovarth, Flint, uh, Roscoe rides into the city with this uh, kobold to presumably get trashed. It's like... <laughs> who, what? <laughs> who is Roscoe that he gets to get, he gets to ride on the riding lizard? Like, <laughs> well, he didn't even invite you to. I know it's just like what you must be at least this awesome to ride the riding lizard. I'm you sorry, can be I no lo- there. you you cannot be taller than this tall to be Nenem's friend. <laughs> you're Aww. not tall. Enough. You're too I'm tall too, to ride no, this I'm ride. Too tall. <laughs> you're very tall. Um, so, uh, you guys don't have to worry too much about expenses while you're there. Uh, however, the, uh, expenses of, so, and actually about, uh, 20 of the tieflings end up staying. Some of them end up actually being hired by Nanum as, uh, bounty hunters. Hunting down the very people who enslaved them. That's just how I'm going to imagine it. Poetic. Poetic cinema. <laughs> I will say also that while I'm here, I'm going to study the uh, the map stone. Okay. Oh, yes, the map stone. Gonna buy yeah, you, you make know acid. that it's a map stone, but um, you, you know that <laughs> a, a it takes a specific light because uh, it's actually more of a, a crystal. Hmm. Um, and it takes a specific light from a specific angle uh, to get what you need. 
and it will take a lot of investigation to find. Well, I'm basically going to be doing that whenever I have the opportunity. Well, and also you can just hand it over to Lord Betton and see if he can figure it out. Yeah. You know, investigation's sort of his whole thing. That's that's true. He he is the archaeologist. That man sure likes to investigate. Yep. Uh, so it'll cost you guys about 75 gold per day of rations that you need. Uh, not to mention you will need to spend uh, another 75 gold for another horse and wagon. So 150 total. Uh, well, 100 and, it's 75 for another horse and wagon. And then uh, the... 75 a day. Yes. Okay, I'm... Um, Guy looking at you, as I understand. Now. And you're looking at uh, uh, probably about a week before you hit you get back into Thar. Okay. Oh boy. <laughs> so we so basically we got a lot. We got quite a bit of money to spend and quite a lot of distance to cover. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's okay. We got this. We're gonna take. We're gonna kit We're gonna win. Do great. Um, before before, that, we, before like... we continue, um, um, and if we want to do this when we get back into town. We can, but did we want Yigrits to depart here? Um, no. Okay, sorry, sorry. I just wanted. To... <laughs> In the previous recordings, we forgot for two episodes. Yes. We were about 40 <laughs> minutes into the second episode before I No, remembered. I remembered. I just was wondering when you were going to do it. You I put, thought we were going to wait until we actually got into Seoul. You put far uh, too much trust in me. So now I have gone from zero cautiousness to overly cautious. Yes. <laughs> okay, um, so so in a few days after we get ourselves refreshed, you know, get the tiefling sorted, some decide to stay, I think it's time to do our week's travel. Mm-hmm. Um, luckily, because you're such a large group... You don't really have to worry too much uh, while you're traveling through the savanna, as far as like random encounters go. Mm-hmm. Um, you do have a very lovely moment where you see some uh, a, a a pair of uh, behemoth drakes uh, eating. You guys are about you know twenty five yards away. It's like, keep on moving. Well, you guys can make uh, nature I'm checks. Walking, keep on I'm definitely making nature check. I have a 10. I got a 7. I got a rock. No, hold on. <laughs> you rolled a z- what if you rolled a 0? That would be... Well, if I rolled a 0, I'd have further questions. Um, but no, it's a 12. Alright. Well... Even with a 10, you know that Behemoth Drakes, as long as you leave them alone, they're uh, uh, incredibly harmless. They are about the size of elephants. Uh, and they're these massive pachyderm-like creatures, um, but they have heads shaped more like a rhino, and these armored plates going along their body with a tail that ends in a big uh, bone club. Wow. Um, and they have wow. massive tusks, like an elephant, uh, that they use to uproot trees and then 
eat the tree? Yes. It's a Bigfoot. It's a scary dragon elephant. <laughs> it's magnificent. Um, but yeah. I'm sorry, I got the lamb four times stuck in my head. Oh. Uh, started and it's like, oh, it's a big fight. Yeah. Um, behemoth drakes are the least confrontational of all of the drakes. Uh, so, I mean, as long as you guys don't go any closer, you're probably fine. So, I suggest we don't get any closer and we'll probably be fine. Yeah, it's like... It's like bison just... Leave them alone and keep on walking. Keep on walking, keep on walking, keep on walking. Yeah, I think people forget the fact that a bison weighs more than your average car. Yeah. Ow. We've we, we've had I I personally have had some interesting experiences with bison, but I'm not going to get into that here. I mean, eventually we're going to get into that, but you're right. Now isn't the time. <laughs> I'm just saying. It's like once this recording is done, we got questions, man. <laughs> um so yeah. The obviously you guys can't afford to um put everybody on a train. No. No. Um, but you do slowly start to uh you know, people start to kinda leave the group in every township you come into. Right. Um, Makes sense. Yeah. So all in all, it'll cost you guys another, uh, let's say, a hundred gold in uh, rations. I am so glad we got all that treasure. <laughs> I mean, you're not the only one. Um, and by the time you get to Seoul, there's only about fifty tieflings still with you. But but that's still a good number of tieflings to just be walking in the soul with. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, when, yeah. When we arrive at Seoul, because um, that's where uh, Benton is, right? Mm-hmm. Benton, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go and uh, talk to him about the uh, orb. Okay, we'll, we'll... We'll do that when we get there. I know. Yeah, yeah, no, you, you split off from the group to let them, hey, I got to go take this to Benton and see if he can figure this out. Mm-hmm. Um for you guys um so roscoe you know that um there has to be something special about yarsel for right. barone to have chosen her out of all the other tieflings all right um is it do we have a church or a temple or oh, i don't yeah. know what yeah, so religion. Uh in, in so yeah, a church, temple, whatever you want to call it. Um but Baron is place. would definitely definitely has a uh church in the city. Yep. So I am gonna I'm gonna approach Yarsel and say, You have been you have been I know you've been visited by Baron. I would if you would if you would if you'd be so kind, I would like for you to come to our to a to one of his churches, and I want to see if there's something I can do for you. Her. Hers. Her church churches. Her churches. Thank you. I'm... Words. You're fine. Um, she goes... Um, now, I as a GM, I can't remember if you... No, you didn't. Um, so she goes, I don't 
I, I don't understand. What do you mean? What's What could possibly have been special about me? You were told we were coming. Barone wanted you to know. Barone has chose, chose you over all the other tieflings. To be visited by Barone is not a common occurrence. Therefore, I think it's something to discuss with others and see what see what's to come of it. It um, is nothing bad. Oh, um... Yeah. Yeah, uh, okay. Um... So I guess you kind of just leave the other tieflings to... Yeah, I mean, well, you don't really leave them to do anything. They kind of split off from you guys to go find... Yeah, they're back. I'm pretty sure there was some thank yous and some goodbyes, but... Yeah. It's not like it's not like we're directing them where to go. No. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we're all tired of seeing each other's faces, honestly, at this point. I um, looked at Flint and said, I, looked at, I do tell Flint that I I gotta take Yarsel to the Church of Barone. Um, do do as you please. Don't blow up anything. Sweet, I'm gonna go home. I said don't blow up anything! <laughs> you didn't say anything about blowing up the lab? <laughs> Can I say that while we're running away? Um, screw this, I'm going home. So, I want my bed. Uh, <laughs> Alright, we're going to jump over to Rovarth. Um, <clears throat> Rovarth, you assume that Betton is going to be at his uh, museum? Yeah. Um, so, Betton's museum has a... Um, a bell, like a pull cord. Um, old school pre-electricity doorbell. I will pull the bell. Uh, it actually, it takes quite a while, but eventually Kaylin opens the door. Uh, ah, Rovarth. It's a pleasure to see you. Um, I don't believe that Lord Betton has a missive for you. Well, I, we... On our last adventure, you could say, um, my patron showed me a vision of this, and I will pull out the map stone. And I was curious to see if Betton could tell me more about it. Hmm. Um, well, I'm sure he'd be happy to look into it. Please, this way. And I will follow her. Um, and she leads you back to Betton's office. Uh, and it was, uh, Lord Betton, uh, Rovarth Mirax is here to see you. Ah, Mr. Mirax, what a lovely su su surprise. I will, uh, give him a slight bow. Um, Lord Betton, I, well, on, on our last adventure, um, my patron showed me a vision of, of this, and I'll pull out the map stone. I was, I was wondering what the significance of this is. Hmm. Uh, and he walks over, uh, may I? Of course. And he takes it and he walks over to his desk and pulls out a jeweler's glass and kind of starts looking at it up to the air and he goes, hmm, my, it's been, I haven't heard of anyone using a map stone in, well, I mean, according to the records, almost a thousand years. They're, you know, pretty inefficient, really. Very expensive to make. I'd love to see if I can figure out what this is a map to, or of. As would I. Um, I mean, I don't... Yeah, uh, 
scholarly study of uh, of Warlock and their patron is uh, scant. But as I understand it, it must be important to your patron for some reason. Well, every once in a while there's a, a, a particular... How to phrase this? There are particular items that they find interest in. Hmm. Very well. I'll, I'll be happy to look into it for you. I'll let you know if I find anything. And I will... Uh, please do. Um, I will eagerly await your uh, information. And I will uh, give him another bow, and I will leave. All right. And then, uh, Roscoe, you get to the church. Um, now, do you take her to the primary church of Baron? Or do you take her to the church that you go to as a member of the group that you're a member of? I would take her to the church I go to. Okay. Um, it's a pretty small affair. Pretty simple in its design. Um, it has enough room for maybe a hundred people. And when you walk in, the priest uh, goes, Ah, Roscoe! It's lovely to see you. Who is your friend? This is Yarshal. Yarshal, right? Yarsel. Yarsel. I'm trying to pronounce it correctly. This is my. This is Yarsel. Um, I just recently rescued her and 149 other tieflings from a slave endeavor. You do Baron proud, my son. I do my best, but that is, but it is Baron why I come to speak to you. He, um, most, if she's not next to me, I motion for her to come to me, and mm -hmm. I say, I have evidence and good reason to believe that she has been visited by Barone. And the, uh, priest, uh, the priest takes one look and goes, hmm, we would have to investigate this, uh, but, young lady, I'm sorry to, um, be so bold, but please make eye contact with me for a few moments. Um, he is, yes, uh, we would have to run a, a, a test to be sure, but it would appear as if you have been touched by Baron. She's like, I, I, Baron. I just had a dream, and then Roscoe and his friends came and rescued us. Hmm. Well... If the uh, tests show that to be true, then we would appreciate if you could begin uh, cleric training, if you like. And uh, Yarsel doesn't seem to really know how to react to that, and she looks to you like you're going to tell I her look what at, to do. Yeah, I look at her and I say, this is... This is good. They will train you well, and it will, it will give you purpose and direction in your life that you may have been seeking. Um, they will take good care of you. And she goes, well, I don't know if I, I can afford to do cleric training. I, I, My brother and I barely get by as it is. I don't know how he's been doing since I've been gone. <clears throat> Roscoe thinks for a moment and goes, 
we do many me and my group do many adventures we can't always properly upkeep and take care of our dwellings if you could if 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 i can work it out with the church here you could spend some hours when you're not training doing work for us in exchange for payment that will help you out with your needs that that would be amazing and she looks at the priest and the priest goes Becoming a cleric is almost a full-time job, but outside of those duties, it's not really our place to judge what you do with your time. Roscoe then says, then if you agree, I will. I can make sure the arrangements are made with the others, and you are welcome to work for us. Yes, that sounds amazing. Thank you. And she gives you a uh, big hug. Yep. Roscoe, you know, at first has the touch. Was I wasn't expecting that moment, and then hugs her back because he knows this is a big moment. All right. Sorry, I'm eating ham. No, that's totally <laughs> fine. Well, <laughs> meanwhile, something blows up because it doesn't. But just uh, just imagine how this whole thing ends. Well, no, uh, Flint went to, came home, took a shower, and went to bed. Yeah. Well, no one flint. That's all it takes to blow something up. Yep. Uh, so. Uh, I mean, maybe a small explosion. You probably walk in the house and there's like sit all over the floor. <laughs> Let's see. Let's see if I can figure out what day it is. Uh, calendar. <laughs> Uh, so, when did you guys leave? Did anybody write that down? Um, um, I think we left, um, what was the place in the desert name again? I'm sorry. Mfu? Mfu. I think we left Enfu at the tenth of Beirut. That I don't know. Sound right? Yeah, it doesn't. I don't know. I'm looking at my notes from last time because I think you mentioned it and I wrote it down. But now that I'm looking, at it, I'm just hmm. like, I don't no, think this no, is no, right. No. I I remember our previous recording. No, this starts on the tenth of Beirut. Okay. Uh, the tenth day of the first month. Um, and over the past uh, several weeks um, we're in I assume the group is going to allow Yarsel to be their uh, housekeeper yeah yeah she needs a job man so I have no I have no complaints yep um it it'll cost the group about a Four gold over the time as she comes in, cleans up, kind of... Uh, I mean, it's a little annoying at first because she doesn't really know how organized you want things to be. She has to, like, keep checking with you guys and stuff like that. I mean, right. Flint will be patient. Learning curve. Um, well, and, like, with Flint, she has to learn to just kind of get the, the plates and stuff out of your room, but kind of leave everything else alone. 
Right. <laughs> yeah, Flint probably just kind of stays in there the first couple times she comes over goes, okay, no, 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 put that down. Put that down. Don't touch anything on the shelf. If it looks like it has a weird colored fluid in it, just don't touch it. If it looks like a bottle full of grass clippings, don't touch it. <laughs> Lots of, like, kind of micromanaging, just like, don't touch it. <laughs> don't touch that. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Now, over the course of the past few weeks, uh, you guys got up one day, and Igris and all of his stuff were just gone. Um, and he left a note <clears throat> saying that a uh, he had been in the city too long. Some bounty hunters had tracked him down, and um, while he could have just killed them and kept staying here, uh, it's easier if he just moves to the next city and just keeps moving around. And you guys knew that he had some kind of trouble uh, from back home, but he was never very specific about it. Gotcha. So so ends the saga of Ygritte's. Mm-hmm. He will be... He will be remembered. Mm-hmm. Um... And you guys have been having a pretty good time as far as uh, uh, pubs have gone because a lot of the tieflings in the city uh, have been buying you guys drinks. In, in fact, good sir GM, um, I, if possible, <laughs> I would like to make some debauchery rolls. Yeah. Also, I have, I have 100% because I picked up uh, Remove Curse as a spell when we leveled up. I cast Remove Curse on myself, so that way I can lie again. Oh yeah, you, uh, for the listeners, everybody's level 5. We uh, leveled up! We're big kids now. <laughs> I'm a big kid now. Well, because I got cursed by the magic storm to, to only tell the truth, and mm -hmm. um, it's inconvenient. <laughs> yes, being truthful can be such a pain in the ass. <laughs> um, Alright, so let me bring up the carousing chart. Let's see how this goes. I would, I would also like to carouse. How many days would, are you guys spending carousing? Three for me. Three. About three. Uh, so how much gold is that again? I believe that would be 12 gold total for each of you. All the debauchery. Yeah. Alright, my gold has been deducted. Wow. Okay, let's get some. Let's get some rolling in. Rolling, yep. rolling. Give um, me a legendary knight. Roll. Oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Such so a high number. Dang. So what you're doing <laughs> is uh, we're gonna add half your level rounded down. So Flint, uh, what did you roll? Okay. Um, after the modifiers, an eighteen. All right. <laughs> oh no! What happens? You get. <laughs> Very drunk. Uh, just very rowdily drunk. Uh, and you are jailed for two days. Uh, on charges of disorderly conduct and disturbing the peace. It's not as bad. Arson. Not as bad as last time. Yes. Now, the question is... Would Flint, drunk and belligerent, resist arrest? 
<laughs> I mean, I mean, chances are he's that drunk. He's just—he probably no, probably not. He just thinks there's a party going on. Yeah, he doesn't care. So you can, after the first night, just pay a fine of ten gold, and they'll just release you. I mean, that's fair. I'll do that. I mean, in their defense, I was kind of being an asshole. He's self-aware. <laughs> he realizes when he wakes up. <laughs> Like, oh. Um, so this so this is why Vanya always told me not to drink. And, uh, Jerry, what did you get? 99. And a bitch ain't one. Uh, <laughs> so. First, uh, let me roll some dice here. This makes me worried. I mean, at least I didn't set something on fire on fire this time. Um, Referring so, to the previous deleted adventure. Yes. Uh, you go out drinking and gambling. You make 150 gold. And this is after your losses, after you buy drinks for everybody. Uh, and you end up stealing a policeman's horse riding it through the crown um, and leaving it inside someone's house and getting away before they catch you. Epic. Uh, so your your drunken antics have become the stuff of local legend. I'm, I'm all for this. Well, I got, with the modifiers, 100. <laughs> Uh, so, you make 80 gold after all of your stuff. Um, you, however, so the, the bar gets so rowdy and so crazy that a couple guards actually show up. And you don't really remember this happening? But when you woke up on the bar floor the next morning, mm -hmm. uh, they told you that you challenged that it was a uh, a sergeant and a corporal, mm -hmm. and you convinced the sergeant to arm wrestle you <laughs> to not disrupt, to, to not disperse the party, and not only did you win. But you ended up dancing with this sergeant <laughs> for half the night. Outstanding. This isn't uh, fair. Flint's, Flint's uh, over here stuck in jail and these two are at the time of their lives. Her her name is uh, Sergeant Masa Quinn. Okay, hold on. It's a human woman. Danced with Masa Quem? Masak? When? Masak. When? Mm hmm. Okay. Correct. After winning contest. Um, well, in the time since your debauchery, you guys have been having fun. And actually, Rovarth, you've uh, had a drink or two with Sergeant Wen. Uh, a few times afterwards, after this, mm -hmm. 
Um, she was also a veteran of the war. She's about your age. Um, as far as the state of the city itself, uh, there have been a riot or two, and uh, uh, a lot of attempts at unionizing by the workers of the city. Um, and newspapers overall have been calling them anarchists. It's because the newspapers are run by the rich people. Yep. Uh, so, Flint. Uh, you're having a pretty good time. You're walking through Tolt Square, which is in the wall. Um, you're getting some more alchemical supplies. Uh, specifically from Alfie's Alchemical Alcoutrement. Yay, fun! Um, and you've become friends with the drow woman <clears throat> that works behind the counter named uh, Lura Omatha, or Omathana. Um, she's tall and thin with short-cropped blonde hair. Um, and when you come in, she's uh, crying and being comforted by what appears to be an anthropomorphic otter in green leather armor. Uh, sitting on the counter. Oh, um, I walk up going, Lura, what's up? What's, what's oh, wrong? Oh, uh, hi, Flint. Um, my, my grandmother just passed away. Oh, no. I can't, I, uh, I pat her shoulder and then, like, I kind of open my, my arms up for a hug if she wants it. Yeah, she gives you a hug. Um, she goes, oh, and Flint, this is Margo. Margo, this is Flint. Hey. I, I offer my hand to Margo. She puts her little paw out. <gasps> okay, Flint just kind of pauses for a moment, then shakes it very gently. But inside, he's screaming because this is adorable. <laughs> Margo's unfazed. <laughs> yeah. uh, you can also <laughs> see that Margo has a wooden sword uh, with a basket guard handle uh, on it. Uh, tucked into her belts, uh, and you can make a uh, nature or arcana. I'm gonna try arcana and please work for me. Please get a good roll. Twenty five. Yes. Um, I'm sorry. The rolls I've been having today recently have been. Bad. <laughs> <laughs> I have to pray. Let me I, pray. I know. I've I've listened to the last episode. Uh, <laughs> So, with a 25 Arcana, you recognize that as Ironwood. Um, it's more commonly used for armor, specifically for druids. Uh, but Ironwood is an innately magic type of tree on Ildar that uh, is notoriously hard <clears throat> to harvest. But once it's harvested, the wood can be shaped and sharpened like steel. Um, and the fire seems to actually give it more strength. That is... I'm sorry, is your sword ironwood? I'm sorry, I'm... It's yes, very... it is. Nice. Good looking out. <laughs> but, uh, I kind of turn back to Lura. I'm like, Lura, what happened? She... <clears throat> she had been taking a new medicine for her ulcers 
um, but she just got sicker and sicker and finally passed away. And I, I think there's something wrong with the medicine, but maybe the guards are right. I mean, she was 692. That's pretty old. I mean, do you still have some of the pills? Yeah. Uh, did, like, you said they were new, like, um, they, you said they were, I know she, you mentioned before she was taking medicine for ulcers, but, um. Yes, um, there's this new alchemist with a cart, uh, out in the square, uh, uh, deep cobalt named Ford Humble, and, uh. Her her old pills were so bitter, and he said his pills were made with powdered almonds, so they were sweeter. Uh, do you, you still have the medicine, right? Can I can I test it? Because uh, almonds aren't the only thing that you know tastes like almonds. Um, sure, yeah, uh, um. Hey, Alfie, I need to go home. And there's some sort of incoherent yelling from the back. And she goes, (laughs) okay, thanks. I don't know what he said. (laughs) And Um, you guys just leave. Um, She takes you back to her house and gets you some of the medicine. Uh, She lives in the wall, so it's not that far to go. Okay. Uh, okay, I'm gonna test it. Then um, I have a hunch, but uh, I'd like to test it before I do anything. Um. Sure. Okay. Just, just let me know. Okay. Um. I offer her another hug, and um... Margo's like. Or he asks her if she's going to be okay. She, yeah, basically. yeah. I just, I need to get back to work. It's a, it's a good distraction. Okay, of course. Um, take care. Okay. Yeah, you, you too. And she oh, God, goes God, off God. to go back to work. Okay, your name's Flint, right? Yeah. All right. Can I come with you? Actually, no, I'm not going to ask permission. I'm going to come with you. Okay. Uh, <laughs> do you, you want to ride on my shoulder? Sure. Well, you're sure. taller. So, uh, <laughs> what is what is Flint's strength score? Well, he's he's squishy. I, I should have thought about that for I offer, but I didn't. Oops. Just let me know what the number is. Oh, I got a seventeen. Well, I, you didn't have to roll anything. I needed to know what the actual number was. Oh, I, I didn't know. I'm sorry. I thought you were asking yeah, me to roll. No, no, you're fine. I, no, I got I my strength's an eight. Um, so you are not strong enough. <laughs> For Margot to like ride on your shoulder, um, you are, however, strong enough to carry her piggyback. Okay, yes, no piggyback. Yes, <laughs> Margot's amused by this. I'm very sorry. <laughs> I have noodle arms. <laughs> I'm smart. I'm not strong. You're not that kind of nerd. <laughs> Um, well, onward. actually, with that, <laughs> with the uh, introduction of our new character, that's the end <laughs> of this episode. Uh, pluggables? Uh, 
I have a Twitter and an Instagram. Um, Elvenly underscore E. The E at the beginning of that and the end of that are capitalized. I post art occasionally. I retweet things that I find hilarious. Okay, the occasional politics whenever I have the mental spoons for that. I mean, yeah. I have a YouTube channel, which is just Ethan Space Drake, where I record various uh, RPGs. I first have a Twitter at Jarius underscore Jer. I speak a lot about pro wrestling. I make bad jokes and I post cute animal pictures. You know, good stuff. And then I'm on Instagram at Jerry Jerry Quite Contrary. Jerry spelled J E R I both times. Just. Pictures of my cosplays, pictures of cute animals, pictures of food. You know, good things. You'll like it all. And then, it's been out for a while now, but I finally got over my anxiety to, you know, promote it. I have a short story in HCS Publishing's Dark and Stormy collection. You can find it on Amazon. There's 16 stories, but read mine first. It's very important <laughs> for my ego. You read mine first. Thank you. I'm on Instagram. Uh, it is... Ashley, A-S-H-L-E-Y, M is a Mary dot S-C-V-A. I post a lot of pictures of um, progress on cosplays and um, daily life. And I have been your host, Eli Royal. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at Royal, R-O-Y-A-L-L, Artisan Props. Uh, the E at the beginning and the end are invisible. And you can find me on Twitter at Royal Props. All right. Bye. 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 Thank you for listening to this part of our tale, Traveler. Please remember to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or wherever else fine pods are cast. You can find us online at WePlayRPGsPodcast.com, on Facebook and Twitter at WePlayRPGs, it's on Patreon at We Play RPGs Podcast. Your patronage is what keeps this podcast alive. I've been the audio engineer of this episode, Amanda Pavic, and you can find me on all social media at Ahoy Love.